1: We have a private Discord server full of everything from Sex Panther's college basketball plays to Arch's CSGO winners. Click on the Patreon link in the podcast description and join us for complete and total degeneracy.
0: Absolute sports betting degeneracy.
1: Howdy, homies and welcome to Max Pet NFL. My name is Saxy Max and today I'm joined by a man who would never sky the long snap over my head. It's Mad Max, Mad Max. How's your Sunday?
2: I was very happy to see that you were drinking gin last night. There's there's the you know, it's a very um, uh, divisive drink, really. Some people it really uh, love it like like I I uh, you know, I love I love drinking gin and and other people just absolutely hate it. And I got to tell you that I started in the camp of not liking gin whoa like years and years and years ago i thought it tasted like scotch tape you know like when you're wrapping a present really? and you don't have a pair of scissors or anything you just kind of right. like bite a piece of scotch tape or whatever and just get yes. that taste in your mouth like i thought gin tasted like scotch tape and then um must have been maybe i don't know uh five five six years ago maybe something like that um uh, I had, you know, just this this amazing gin and tonic and it's just like it, it changed my world and so uh yeah, I'm I'm a gin drinker now. I've got a a, a good collection of gin, uh different different bottles um uh, anytime i, I get a chance to to taste a, a new gin I, I do it and there's different varieties and there's different mm-hmm. things that you can put in but uh you, you you're drinking my 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 favorite though hendrix is absolutely my favorite gin um and if you're at a good bar which you know i guess you're at an adequate bar uh the good mm-hmm. bars will put a slice of cucumber in in the in the hendrix gin and tonic Ooh. uh, because that's uh that's one of the flavors that they use when when mm-hmm. distilling the gin is a cucumber okay. so well, that so the cu- cucumber actually uh Accents the flavors in the Hendrix a little bit more than the lime does, but can't go wrong with straight up Hendrix and tonic, a little bit of lime. I, I, I approve. But your your issue with it, though, is you're a degenerate and it didn't get you drunk fast enough. Right. Right. So I just needed more. I didn't. My, well, mine wasn't as strong as your drink. The drink, oh, okay. that,
1: the drink that you had, I could clearly tell that it was pretty much <laughs> was, only gin, gin with just with just like maybe a little spritz of, of some tonic in there. And bit, now, little, now, yeah. now, Mad Max, do you mix <laughs> gin with anything else? Do you drink gin straight at all? I mean, like I, I need to ask how what what is the depth of your love of gin?
2: Oh yeah, I can drink gin, uh, just straight and just over the rocks. That's fine. Um, you know, I I I think I need it a little bit colder. I can't just drink, you you know lukewarm gin out of a fucking bottle uh, right. you know i mean I, I could but you know i wouldn't enjoy it as much um yeah there's some gins that are just flavored enough that you can just put it right over uh right over ice and just mm. drink it i my, my favorite one um is, uh, saint saint uh george's uh, uh terrier um it is my, my christmas time gin i call it because it's made with fir trees and it, t- it it just has this essence of christmas really like you drink it, as like you think of pine trees or whatever uh that's one you can just drink over ice and it's 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 really uh really good um Sometimes I'll just put like uh, just juniper berries in there just to kind of, uh, you know, enhance the uh, the juniper flavor of of the gin. So, uh, yeah, there's there's things you could do, you know, and, and, you know, there's other than tonics, you know, you can drink it with, you know, Club soda or seltzer or whatever you want to do, like you can kind of mix and match. But yeah, it's I'm a gin drinker now, and and the, that's that's uh that's fine with me. That's, uh, that's you, healthy th- for all you people that don't like gin. Well, it's fine, cool. you, you know, again,
0: uh, I mean, maybe later
2: know, in life you will. Maybe like exactly, me.
1: Exactly. Expand, expand your horizons, though, folks. I mean, I remember I remember back in uh, in in college, uh, my buddies and I did what was called a gin bucket. It was a thing that one would do, and it uh, basically you take a uh, handle of Seagram's gin. You put it in a bucket with a bunch of ice and uh, also a two liter of fresca. And uh, and you basically see who wins the bucket or you and your friends. And I will be honest, we lost every time. Although no, the bucket, the bucket, the, bucket won. the bucket, 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 won bucket, won one hundred <laughs> bucket was like, you know, five and oh. In in our time, and we learned our lesson. We learned we, 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 we learned our lesson. I think you know, and and I think that you know, last night that lesson did catch up to me a little bit in the sense that I was like, you know what? As much as I could push it hard with this gin, we're not going. To. We're going to take it nice and easy. Yeah, you just got to wake it. up
2: for a show in the morning. Exactly, exactly.
1: Yeah. exactly yeah. I don't I don't want to do what I did to you like two months ago. Exactly, exactly. Well, I mean, it's a good thing, but I'm I'm not in steamboat though, because steamboat yeah. is a real is a true bad omen of me on this podcast for making it making it up on time. Well, thank goodness we are up on time uh let's get to recapping our bets last week mad max i know i know i went one and two so how did you fare
2: yeah te- technically you went one and three technically right you, oh you w- well yes i did bets, i did
1: but... correct correct well i mean yeah. uh one of them i i took both the spread and the money yeah, line yeah. and i so i they both did not cash thanks yeah, kansas yeah. city Chiefs.
2: but but one and two yeah what we'll call one and two with your picks Um uh, so yeah listen you were down fifty three seventy last week so not uh, terrible not, not a right. terrible week uh Put you, and, <laughs> put you at nine and put you at nine and thirteen on the season, and you're down two thirty nine seventy three. So uh, not not terrible. Now, the good news for you, Max, you had some good news last week. Well, uh oh, I <laughs> I had another bad week, and God dang it. I think there's a lot more separation between us now. I was one and three. Uh, I was down another 154.55, which puts me at 10 17 and 2 on the season. I am down 395.45. I am almost down, uh, not, not 10%, but close 9%. Nine percent of my bankroll that that arch has given us. Uh, are, so are, are you thinking of adjusting the bankroll at all like I did early in the season? Or are you going to stick with it? I, You know, I thought about it. I, I was looking at it today. and I was like, yeah, I should probably go forty six dollar bets. But I already typed up everything that says 50. So I'm going to stick with the 50 for this week. But by, by next week. Yeah. If, if 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 I can't make some ground on this, uh, it's just kicking my ass, man. The NFL. This is probably the fastest the NFL has kicked my ass, like since yeah. I've been doing sports betting. It's, oh, it's, yeah. it's brutal for me this year.
1: This is a this is a fucking tough season. Is there, is there anything you've noticed this season compared to previous seasons that is, like, standing out to you as maybe Vegas is sharper or perhaps because of the uh, amount of eyes and, frankly, sports gamblers that exist nowadays since there's more and more legalization across our great states and the rest of the world? Uh, do you think that because of that, we're seeing a lot sharper lines, a lot more, um, you know, uh, movement of the lines in the directions that, frankly, uh, the, the, uh, you got you got more John P- Q public out, you know?
2: yeah possibly i think uh there's a lot more money flowing through the books and 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 you know i think they're happy with uh with with setting lines at certain ways um and and you know again if if the public's betting one way i think they you know previously they were trying to tempt people into bets like it's like oh, well let's adjust it this way adjust it this way now if they have a sharp line they're just fucking keeping it because you know yeah. they don't need to adjust they don't need to uh Convince people to come in to bet a game. It's the money's just coming in right now. So I think Vegas is going to win even more so. Um, I know that a couple of weeks ago, uh they they took a bath on on one week and and so, so Arch said, Okay, <laughs> just wait until next week, they're gonna fuck you over badly. And um exactly. that's exactly what happened. Uh yeah, you know, for me personally, I think um I'm trying a different model this year than I did last year cuz my model last year w- wasn't as successful as I I'd, I'd hoped and uh it's just this this year's models just you know factored in defense a little bit more and well apparently fucking defense doesn't matter. <laughs> I was saying that last year my my model was heavily focused in on offensive statistics and defense kind of uh hit, hit. that's why I was always getting shit last year because the 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 Packers never made my uh DGEN rank last year because their offensive metrics were not that good and their defense metrics were great. But since defense didn't factor into my model it really, you know, they weren't. Uh, so I made a shift this year and I, I just, whatever the adjustment was, it doesn't, hasn't been great for me. And um, yeah, the the, 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 some surprising teams. I mean, you know, who the fuck saw the giants going five and one? Uh, no one, no one fucking saw that coming. And, and I think uh the, the Falcons, uh, I think we're going to get into three and three teams in a little bit of who's, who's real and who's not. Um, mm-hmm. There's just some teams that, based off of the statistics, how they were trending last year, based off their off-season moves. Uh, I just looking at them and saying, these teams are going to get absolutely fucking destroyed, mm-hmm. and they haven't for one one reason or another. And um, you know it, that that's why I feel like preseason should matter. I, mm-hmm. I you know I'm I'm not of the Kyle camp that says preseason does matter. I'm of the, the Max and <laughs> Panther camp of preseason should matter, you know, make it important uh, again, make exactly. preseason count yeah, again, make yeah. the preseason count again. I totally agree. And they just won't. And they just won't. You know, this, they're just not going to. They're going to well, add they're gonna, another they're fucking, con- you yeah. know
1: they're going to keep cutting preseason games so they can make the NFL season longer and water yep, down their product. Exactly. And yep, yep, yep. That's, that's right. Well, you know, uh, I, I want to reel it back actually a little bit to some stuff that you were talking about before, about how your current year as is incorporating a little bit more defensive statistics. Here's the thing. I find defensive statistics statistics to be quite mind boggling at times because um, you know, a lot of teams, uh, for instance, Kansas city chiefs are in like the bottom seven of passing yards uh, or against but that's because they get game scripted like that because teams have to game script like that against them. So I find it very difficult to incorporate defenses into this. It's more of an eye test kind of a thing with, with defenses to me where, you know, you you look at a team and you see who actually gets to stay in the game because of their defense, you know, uh, obviously the Broncos don't break Ben. Don't break. Exactly. Exactly. Well, the 49ers, the Broncos, those are two teams that to me feel like they cause their opponents to, uh, you know, uh, their drives to fizzle out and have to take field goals. They keep it low scoring enough Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm they keep their they, they give their offense a chance. This is it reminds me of uh of uh middle uh, middle career Mike Zimmer team uh <laughs> Vikings kind of a little bit, you know, that like where 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 you know, you at least keep your offense in the game and then your offense can disappoint uh your fan base.
2: And and I wonder if that's what's been part of Russell Wilson's issue this year uh, is the fact that he hasn't been able to get into a rhythm because there's long uh, drives on the opposite team they 're taking these long long offensive drives they 're not resulting in anything because the defense again is 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 bending not breaking and and that you know the Denver defense has been legit like that, but it 's just long periods of time that they 're not on the field so maybe it's it 's a rhythm thing where he 's just he 's off the field for too long of a time it 's not like three and outs it 's not like getting the ball back it's it's just it 's kind of sitting around and maybe it has time for his fucking uh dangerous brain to take over and uh you think about the subway sandwich after the game i don't i don't fucking know God. um but, you know, maybe that's part of it is last year with, with you know, Seattle, last few years with Seattle. It's, he, was, he was on the field, uh, you know, a lot quicker. You know, it seemed. Yeah. Yeah. It's, this the other is team true. was scoring and then it's like, all right, back on the right. <laughs> right,
1: right, right, right. In that way. In that way. All right. All right. Go score us more points. Us. Uh, yeah. Right. We got to outscore out there. these guys. Yeah. Now yeah, it's just like out
2: there. he's playing to the tempo of the game. It's like, all right, well, we're keeping the score low on our side. So, you know, on their side. So, you know. Uh, let's not speed things up let's let's let the pace dictate itself And i don't know uh we won't see him this week so
1: that's yeah i mean yeah we'll and we'll get to that game yeah and, I'm you sure. know, that I'm sure. absolutely yeah that one has moved we a panther and i touched on that earlier in the week we loved that line earlier mm-hmm. for the jets we were, were gonna money line that when the jets were an underdog oof does that look <laughs> sexy now but before we get into that let's uh, uh talk about real quick some of the three and three teams because you know there's a lot of hope still in the NFL and uh, the Roger Goodell fever dream is that uh, <clears throat> every fan base has something to root for up mm-hmm. until week 18. That is the goal is that there are 32 teams that have a chance of making the playoffs come week 18. That is, that is the goal of the NFL right now. And at this point uh, we do still have a bunch of three and three teams that can look all right. So, um, Mad Max, let's split this into the NFC and AFC. And tell me, which team do you like the best and worst in each conference? So, starting with the NFC, the three and three teams are the 49ers, the Rams, the Seahawks, the Packers, the Bucks, and the Falcons. I mean, it's...
2: It's hard not to like San Francisco. I think that mm-hmm. that uh, San Francisco should be one of the teams that are in it at the end. Tampa Bay, same thing. It's it's like, man, how can you you know how can you discount Tom Brady and 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 the Bucks, especially as bad as the South is? Falcons, I you know, listen I, every week. Every week I, I shit on the Falcons, and and they've got a plus ten fucking point differential on, on the season. So they found ways to win games, and and their offense hasn't been absolute dog shit. Uh, so I, you know, I would say, um, out of, uh, you know, I'd say Tampa Bay, San Francisco are the top two and, you know, I give credit to the Falcons. I think they fall off. Um, Rams, Rams, Rams are in trouble. I think the Rams are in trouble mm-hmm. because of their offensive line. I think that's, that's really gonna, um, that, that's really gonna cost them some games. Uh, Stafford has not been able to click out there. Even if they bring an OBJ, I, I don't think that's going to be enough. They need to address the offensive line. I don't think they can do it in season. So I think the Rams are not a three and three team that I like at all. And the Packers, I think we're going to talk about the Packers game a little bit later on. Hint hint, nudge nudge. Um, I I will talk about that game. So I don't want to go too much on the Packers, but um, there's definitely some concerns there. I know there's concerns, but are we going to be building a bridge, Mad Max?
1: I got I got to know. I got to know. I got to get
2: this drop ready. (laughs) (laughs) you can keep building that bridge I think the bridge is long gone for me
1: oh no okay all right all right I get well you know uh, I am building a mild bridge today because to me uh, on the NFC side I do think that the teams that I trust are uh the Bucks the Packers and to some degree the 49ers I think that their coaching is what keeps them in it um the Rams I uh, I'm kind of let's see what happens on them. The Seahawks and the Falcons are the teams that we, I think believe are going to do worse, but I like, I just keep liking the Falcons. I don't know. They, they, they are covering darlings, right? Mm -hmm. They, they, they keep covering week by week. And I, I do love seeing that out of the team. they, Vegas clearly does not give them credit, or uh, the betting public does not give them credit. One or the other, and I I, I would like to be part of the credit or part, part of the public that does, to some degree, give them a little bit of credit and find them to be spicy and interesting. So I I enjoy them a little bit more. I think the Seahawks are probably the at least a team that I would earmark as uh, probably looking to do the worst here. Although part of me also wonders how much longer Jimmy G and the 49ers are going to make this thing work. Now with, with the McCaffrey trade, obviously they're, they're selling out for, mm-hmm. uh, for this season and to try and make things work right now. And, and, and to take a run with what they got. I, I don't think that that's impossible, but at the same time, this is a team that lost to the bears in week one of the season. And don't just say it was a monsoon game. That was it. it, it Whether doesn't matter. That's inexcusable. Lose to the bears.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, I, yeah I, 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 but, but here, here's the thing about, um, uh, for, first off the 49ers is, is, this the the Cardinals aren't as good as as you know a lot of us thought they were. They got the win, but you know on Thursday night, but it still wasn't like did you know it? it wasn't like this. Oh, the Cardinals are back type thing. The Rams are down, and the Seahawks at some point I, with the Falcons, I, I I both believe both these teams at some point they're going to say is like we need to start losing games.
1: Yeah,
2: <laughs> I, I, uh, wh- organizationally going to start I taking mean, organizationally when your quarterbacks are Geno Smith and Marcus Mariota fine quarterbacks great backup quarterbacks you know and you're looking at the draft next year that's kind of flush with some quarterbacks at some point you're going to say is stop fucking winning (laughs) you know so i think i think i think the rams issues the cardinals issues and seattle at some point saying we we do need to lose some games i you know i know this is like Pete carroll's last hurrah type thing or something like that but like the organization is going to be like all right stop just stop right uh so i think that puts the the the, the niners at such Mm -hmm. an advantage there I, I agree. I now and I can see that. I can see that in the division
1: because of because of the other teams that they're uh, that they're going to have to play against and um kind of where organizationally these other teams may be. I can understand that uh, the 49ers have a shot Rams I think still have a shot too at the division. Do you think that the, are you counting the Rams out of the division already or to win the division yeah? You you already counting them out. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Uh. All right. Well, let's get to the AFC real quick. So, uh, the three and three AFC teams. It's going to get a little bit weird here. We got hmm. the Dolphins, the Patriots, the Ravens, the Bengals. However, the NFC South, you have the Titans, who are three and two, coming off a bye this week, uh, playing against the Colts, who are three two and one, which is very, just very NFC South.
2: Hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold the Titans and Colts out of this conversation because they're not legitimately three and three teams. They're not 500 teams. So okay. I'm, I'm keeping All them right. out of the conversation. All All I'm right. really gonna All look right. at the the four or 500 teams. Um. And I, out of the four, I'd say Bengals have the, the, the upside advantage. I think the Ravens keep getting in their fucking own way. God's ridiculous. It is. It is mind boggling. This uh. team should probably be five and one. Uh, you know, this, uh. this, this, this you know, the, they should be five and one or, or maybe even better. Remember, I posted this in. I don't know if you saw this in book club mm-hmm. was a screen grab of, uh, of the scores yeah <laughs> they're beating the bills they're the, you know they're beating the dolphins and they're beating the giants, yep and they went on to to lose all to three lose. of those games so yep. I mean, take those three losses look they could be six and oh maybe look at yeah that. i mean yeah.
1: Re- they are a competitive team and if they could just get out of their goddamn way, then they, you know it's fitting they wear purple okay yeah. it's fitting it's fitting that that team wears purple
2: all right uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right <laughs> so
2: I, I like the Bengals the most out of them and then mm-hmm. i'd say the one that has the secondary upside might be those new england patriots i think that mm-hmm. the dolphins I, I don't like this dolphins team they started out strong and Tua looked like he could be an mvp i do i don't like this dolphins team at all moving forward i think there's going to be uh some disappointment uh down there in miami uh new england though i think has some upside my concern is I just like their backup quarterback better than their starter. Uh-oh. I'm sorry. I've, I, I like what I've seen from Bailey Zappi much better than what I see from Mac Jones out there. Uh, I I liked Mac Jones last year. I was a Patriots kind of, uh, uh, you know, uh, not supporter, but you know, I was a believer in the Patriots last year and it's like, Oh man, they're moving in the right direction. I just, I think Zappi fits better than Mac Jones does there. And they're now they're going back to Mac Jones possibly, uh, on Monday night against the bears. And, uh, Maybe they lose some of that momentum. But, uh, yeah, I'd say out of those, the Bengals are the only team that I'm really kind of circling to say, all right, they, they've got a legit chance to, to, you know, make the run for it.
1: Yeah, see, for me, I feel like because the Ravens are the team that is in it and just can't get out of their goddamn way, that they're a team that I trust to kind of sort of figure it out maybe as long as uh, Lamar stays healthy for the rest of the season, et cetera. I feel like they're the team that should – be actually winning these games that that should be, uh, you know, above 500. So I, I really, I, I, I don't trust the Ravens, but I like them to improve here. I agree with you. I think Patriots are the other one that I kind of see Bengals. It's been, it's been a weird year for the Bengals. It's been a weird year. I, I, I'm still not, um, on, on the Bengals train yet of thinking that they're, uh, they have, an ability to cover week to week and are um, you know blowing teams out. I think we still need to see Jamar Chase kind of reach his uh, form from last season. And then uh, the Dolphins, same kind of thing. Wait and see with how Tua is in this offense. I mean, I kind of want to hear the guy just talk on a microphone right now. I just want to. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I I I I hope the guy is okay. You know, like yeah, right. above the shoulders. You know, mm-hmm. like I I just, I just I just wish the guy well. And I uh, you know this team. We've said it before. The NFL is uh, like a, a, a television show that's a drama, and the main character is the quarterback. And, yeah, <laughs> and, and 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 for this for this team, I I with with that kind of drama with that quarterback, I man, I we talked before. I wasn't a hundred percent on the two a train as well I wasn't I didn't know how to feel about Tua I I didn't trust him 100% and then after these injuries I just want to see what kind of a player he is afterwards I just Mm want to see what kind of a player he is afterwards and then you know I'll, I'll get to trusting the Dolphins but Mad Max let's talk about some people that you can trust in the
2: book club that's right uh you know i'll leave the, the the warm welcomes to panther we do have a new uh degen that joined the book club i'll save that for tomorrow's show so panther can welcome him uh but you could be one of those people that gets a shout out from panther if you sign up now going to thedgens.net you can sign up free and try it out for three days that's right three free days uh to hang out with us and follow picks or fade picks whatever you want to do uh some user picks some great parlay stuff uh if you bet in nfl college football um uh, you know uh NASCAR, Major League Baseball, still got some playoff stuff going on. NBA is heating up. NHL, listen, I'm doing pretty good in my NHL picks uh, Hell yeah. you know, so far, uh, Maxi. So, uh, I saw a Kraken pick against my uh, against my abs. Great job. Great fucking pick right there. And, and you know, listen, you could be tailing all those things. We're just hanging out and having a good time. All you got to do, the net After you sign up, it's only $25 a month, dot, 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 for right now. That's all it takes for you to book it over to the book club.
0: All
1: righty, Mad Max, before we get into the picks for today, let's talk about a little bit of line shifting that we've seen since the Saturday Gents made their picks. I know that we're definitely going to have to talk about that uh, Broncos-Jets game since there's been some movement starting quarterback is out. And it looks like that line is
2: uh, gone, as Arch would say, across the Rubicon. Yeah, exactly. Uh, It was minus one yesterday when uh, Arch bet on it uh and now with Russell Wilson out it is turned to plus 1.5 I would argue that it should be minus three Denver at this point yeah. with with yeah. Russell out like uh, the fact that it's yeah. a pl- plus line I mean gotta jump all over that
1: right? <laughs>
2: like yeah <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah uh so yeah that's the big one that moved uh San Francisco now there's some discrepancy here whatever arch locked this is at a plus one and is now plus one and a half today You're saying that in Denver, though, you haven't seen it move since, you know, it's like been plus two all week for you? Well,
1: I saw it. Okay, so it was uh, two and a
2: half earlier this week after the Christian McCaffrey trade. It was
1: moved to one and a half, and then it was Mm. sitting at one and a half for pretty much since yesterday. I didn't get I didn't see a one at least where I was yesterday. I am and I'm seeing one and a half. I'm right now, at least.
2: Okay. yeah. Well, Arch Arch left it in plus one. So you gain a little bit of value. Here we go today. Uh, And then the last game, Panther bet the Atlanta Falcons plus six and and he could get six and a half uh this morning a lot of six and a half lines on the board this th- th- today though yeah. it's it really weird like i was going through it and it was like it's like am i, am I dreaming it's like lions right. plus six and a half falcons plus six and a half browns right. plus six and a half i'm like holy no. shit! Am, am, I, am i copying the wrong numbers now <laughs> right
1: right well and what's vegas thinking i mean obviously five and a half is the key number as Arch has oh, yeah. told us yeah. many a time yeah. right. Right. Right.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well okay
1: so uh teams that we have on by this week we got the buffalo bills on by we got the minnesota vikings on by skull we got uh the philadelphia eagles on by and the los angeles rams on by so uh those are those are the teams we don't get to talk about this mm. morning unfortunately <laughs> um but uh you're off to a better start than me already this week right having correctly picked the side on thursday night is
2: that correct I picked this out on Thursday night. I did not exactly. I so did not so, so, so you're Thursday.
1: already you're you're already off to a better start than me this week. Let's get into the rest of your picks for the week.
2: Okay. So let's talk Green Bay, Washington. I told mm. you, I was, I was warning you, I was going to talk this Green Bay game. Oh, yeah. Uh, Washington Football Club moving on to a new quarterback after Carson Wentz placed on injured reserve. He got a finger injury, so he's going to be out for a bit. Uh going to turn back to Taylor Hinnicky. You got to remember, these guys showed a little bit of promise at times last year for the commanders going to take on a Green Bay team that has lost two in a row, both to New York, dot, 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 New Jersey teams. Um, yep. Last week, they didn't even look competitive, really. The Jets just fucking stomped all over Green Bay. Uh, we keep expecting. I know you said it. We keep expecting Green Bay to turn things around and start winning, and this is absolutely a winnable game. But they have some serious issues on offense and issues that I feel like Devontae Adams was masking up the last few seasons, uh, and uh, he's not there to bail them out anymore uh defense they got to keep relying on that defense and and you know statistically speaking their defense is markedly better than it was last year unbelievable uh the, some of the statistics that they're putting up this year hasn't led to many wins though <laughs> uh, so i i do think their defense keeps us in this i do think their defense wins this one i think the four and a half is too much i'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take uh washington with the four and a half so a 50 dollar bet on that washington football commanders club team
1: there you go take command
2: Mad Max. Uh, this right. this
1: this line has moved down to four and a half. Uh, I think it opened earlier this week at five and a half. Now, Panther and I earlier this week we've been doing this little fireside chat on Tuesday hmm. nights. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, so if if you are a member of the book club, check it out on Tuesday nights in the evenings. Panther and I will get on for an hour and take a look at the uh, early lines. The line earlier this week was five and a half when I was looking at, at least where I was, and um, it's moved down to four and a half. At what I think is a little bit of value on the Packers here, who are a known entity of, and have shown that they are perennial contenders. Maybe now without Devontae Adams, but um, that being said, they're coming off losing to both NFC and AFC New York teams, which used to be a terrible thing, but now they're we're both above the three and three conversation we just had. Jesus, uh, mm-hmm. let's build. I, I would build a very small, thin pedestrian bridge to Green Bay and lean them. Minus four and a half, but I, it, this is, this is shit or get off the pot territory. I feel like for for the green Bay Packers at this point,
2: absolutely. Um, Another team we talked about is Seattle and they're they're, going to be in LA to face the chargers. Um, Yeah. Listen, they've been one of the more surprising teams this year, Seattle Um, in a year that many of us thought would be Pete Carroll's last hurrah, his last dance there. it's it's turned possibly into his best coach season in, in, in years. Uh, Geno Smith has thrown for 1,500 yards with nine touchdowns, only two interceptions. Comparatively, Russell Wilson has thrown for 1,442 yards with five TDs and three interceptions. The difference here is that Russell Wilson makes over $21 million more this season than Smith does. And on average, Denver's going to be paying Russ $49 million a year. Jesus. Uh, Chargers, of course, beat Russ and the Broncos last week to improve to four and two on the season. Uh, wasn't a pretty game, was not a pretty game because Broncos defense, we met, mentioned uh, stellar fucking defense. Uh, I just think Justin Herbert and Crew should produce a lot more offense this week. I, I you know, against a, a very low ranked Seattle's defense. The, the, the thing is, though, I think Seattle's offense can keep up with the Chargers. I have not loved this Chargers defense, a very underperforming team defensively. So I think this thing turns into a shootout so I you know I like the I like the over here uh and I I, I should probably be betting the over I got this going way over I think it's going to be a big fucking game and I think Seattle keeps it within the five so a $50 bet on the Seahawks. Well, you know Vegas definitely thinks this is going to be a high scoring game looks like it's the highest total that we're looking
1: at this Sunday at 50 and a half. Uh so you know it definitely looks like there's gonna be some scoring in this game and both of these teams have uh, shown that they have the propensity to allow the other team to score on them a lot or mm-hmm. at least uh or at least look pretty decent on the offensive side so um I don't doubt that I I I, I am I I don't know if I can trust the Chargers to, to to get into this uh line it looks like it's five right now I'm seeing a five actually or, or what's your line at I got five yeah yeah, yeah five okay mm-hmm. I I that that seems like it's a little bit too many points for the Chargers, but I don't know. I I, I this this was a tough one. This was like a stay away game for me because I really just couldn't read it. I I didn't see Archer's key number five and a half, so I didn't have anything hmm. to really go off of. And uh, if anything, right now I would lean the Seahawks plus the points just because I don't I can't I don't feel like I can trust the Chargers. But if it's going to be a high scoring game, then you know it may be just touchdowns back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. In which case, five maybe the deciding number when it you know comes down to a final drive at the end of the game, needing a touchdown for Seattle.
2: All right, I got one more, and that will be Tampa Bay and Carolina. Uh, Panthers, of course, traded away their most known asset in Christian McCaffrey, and the instant reaction is, yeah, go Panthers. You made out like bandits there. But I'd say almost the bigger news is the uh, trades that they didn't make. Uh, They were offered technically more, technically, for pass rusher Brian Burns. A team offered two first-rounders, which in draft capital terms is more than they would have gotten for McCaffrey, for Brian Burns. They said no. They're going to hold on to Burns. They're also saying no to any trade requests for DJ Moore, Derek Brown, and JC Horn. You know what that tells me? This team is not going to full fucking blow up mode. They see some mm-hmm. potential in the talent. And I I said it as I I really do think that, you know, they're the most dysfunctional team in the league, but they've got a lot more talent than Chicago, which makes Chicago the worst team in the league. Uh, that's something that we were talking about uh, during the week. Um so I think these guys are going to be part of the future, and I think it solidifies their 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 defense for sure with 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 Burns and, and Brown and, and Horn at least. And uh, DJ Moore is a good target for whoever's throwing it to him. And um, I don't know whoever, whichever quarterback they drag out to fucking throw it. Uh, last week, listen, they they kept the game close with the Rams. I thought I thought the line was too much, and at the half, the Panthers were leading. They did end up losing by double digits in the second half, and maybe the same is possible this week, but. I, it's, a, it's a big if for me. Tom Brady's got to stop being miserable out there. He looks absolutely like he does not want to be on the field. He just does not want to play this year. Um, yeah. I think he was backed into a corner. He wanted to play for Miami this year. That was his goal. He wanted to play for Sean Payton this year. That was his goal. And none of those goals happened. So now he's going through a fucking divorce for for no fucking reason because he's <laughs> not happy out there and and just, you know, uh, retired, unretired, and just, I don't know. Uh, Bucks should get it together. Maybe, you know, Maybe they cover this one. They should win this one, but it's not just the offense I'm concerned about. You know, this is a, this is a defense that gave up 20 fucking points to the Pickett Trubisky combination last week. Yikes! So uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna bet the Panthers here. to Take those points. A $50 bet on Carolina. Man, it is a lot of points. It
1: really is a lot of points. It's uh, and 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 I have to lean the Panthers with all those points with you here because the last two weeks uh, the Bucks have been favored by double digits and they haven't covered by double digits both weeks. They haven't done it both weeks. And so I, I, I mean, I, there's no reason for us to believe that Tom Brady would actually uh, cover this line at this point. There's, there's no reason for us to believe that right now. And I, I'm having trouble uh, seeing them covering this 13. I didn't hop on this game because I felt like that number was such a trap because it was, it, it got so much bigger. And I wonder if the public had enough, you know, uh, uh steam to push this line after the McCaffrey trade. If that if that's really what happened because it was the line earlier this week was 10 and a half at least mm-hmm. in my zone mm-hmm. and it's moved now to 13 13 and a half practically mm-hmm. which is uh, that seems a little bit absurd. I mean in the NFL the, these are still professional human beings playing a game <laughs> against. it. The game starts at 0-0. Zero, zero. I mean right. like there's uh, to some degree the Panthers are have to be able to keep it close and I do love that uh plus the points here. I'm not going to bet it just because this this felt a little bit weird to myself as well, but I I, I lean the Panthers with you. All right. Well, what do you got then? All righty, let's get to my shit here. All right. right. Uh, here's here's what I got. This one scares me. This one this one really scares me. We're gonna we're gonna go to Tennessee, coming off the bye mm. with Indy coming to town. I know, Mad Max. You're you're already. Hammond and Hawn over there because I'm guessing that this is some kind of line that has some strange Vegas line movement. Uh, I could tell that after the Saturday show, um, Arch ended it pretty ominously saying that neither him nor Panther were touching this game. And goddamn, I'm going to be the idiot that does touch this game. (laughs) But, but, but what, what, what the hell is going on with this game with the line movement or with what you're seeing?
2: Uh, I mean, my, my gut reaction is that, um, it's a lot closer than even the two and a half, uh, Indianapolis, uh, you know, I think they're gonna play Tennessee really tough. Div- divisional game, it's gonna be weird. I only got Tennessee winning this game by a point. Really? I hate the I hate the two and a half. I, I, I hate everything about this fucking thing. I'm still not sold on the Titans. They've got issues. Uh that you know, you talk about uh the, the quarterback for uh, uh the the Colts and and, and Matty eyes. I actually probably have a little bit more confidence in him than I do Ryan Tanhill really? out there. I I kinda do. Uh you know, even though fucking Ryan Ryan threw the ball 50 fucking times last week. I think he's still got a little bit left in the tank. I I think Tannehill's not a guy that I can really back up, back behind. So divisional games are weird. I kind of like the Colts to uh, possibly win this one. I, again, Tennessee by a point. So I, I hate this one, too. I, I'm total fucking agreement with and Panther. This one fucking Yikes. just is scary as shit.
1: Well, I'm hopping on the Titans. Give me go. the Titans Enjoy. minus the points. I'm hopping on them minus the points right now. <laughs> we're sticking with the $49 bets because I'm going to give myself one more week to pick okay. myself up from what from where I was. So we're going to stick with that. But I here's the thing. Vrabel as a head coach is 8-0 after Thursday night games and after buys uh, since he's taken over the Titans in 2018. I like him to win. I like to win by a convincing number. He normally is winning by – Uh, or these Titan teams after Thursday night or uh, uh, buys when they have 10 plus days to prepare for a game, they are winning regularly by 10 points or more and against divisional opponents against reasonable opponents against teams like Dallas and things like that. Like team teams that actually like have a lot of steam and are competitive on a year to year basis. I like the Titans to come out of this to blow the doors off of the Colts. So I am taking the Titans minus the points. That is bet numero uno of this week. So uh, I I know that one's dangerous. Here's another one that probably stinks a little bit. Uh, we got the Giants going to Jacksonville. <laughs> uh, Mad Max, th- the goddamn Giants have kept up. Uh, and they're plus the three points this week. Now Vegas, they always know more than we do. But is is Trevor Lawrence better, worse, or equal to Daniel Jones in your eyes?
2: Uh, it's tough for me to say, uh, you know, it's funny too. Is it, is, you know, uh, talking to my dad last night and we were talking, he, he's a giants fan and I was talking uh-huh. to him about him and uh, you know, I was just saying, I was like, Oh man, Brian dabble, such a great fucking coach. He's getting so much out of, out of nothing. And he's like, you know, he's like, the, the, he's, he's like my biggest issue with Daniel Jones. You know, my dad was saying is that we just don't know what we have in him because yeah. for the last five years, his offensive line has been absolutely atrocious and he's just running for his fucking life out there and he doesn't have time to throw the ball. Uh, so it's tough for me to say. At the you know after my dad said that, it's like holy shit. Maybe I got to yeah. give Daniel Jones a little bit more benefit of the doubt here. Uh, I give the slight edge to Trevor Lawrence, but listen, I I I was a huge fucking fan of this Jacksonville Jaguars team earlier in the season. I thought the, looking at their statistics that this team should be a fucking contender, honestly. And yeah. Trevor Lawrence is kind of shit the bed and, and right. take taking them down, a major notch for me. So I would almost argue at this point in time, slight edge to Trevor Lawrence, but. I don't think it's as as, mar- as much as a lot of the public perceives
1: it as. Agreed, agreed. Now here's the thing: I think that uh, it, at, at times Daniel Jones is all of the above. He is both better, worse, and equal to uh, to Trevor Lawrence. Daniel Jones and them are very very similar here. Here's the thing: looking at this game, um, it it truly boggles my mind that a team like the Forty Nine ers are garnering a closer line than the Giants here. It, it's disrespectful to a Giants team that I mean, yes, they are on the road. Yes, playing in Florida can be hard or whatever, but it, with with everything going for them, uh, with for the Giants, I really do like them this week. So I'm taking the Giants plus the three points. I really want to money line this, but I feel like Vegas has deemed the Giants an underdog for some sort of reason. So I'm going to take the quote-unquote safe cushion here and uh, take my three points with the G-men today.
2: I mean, I kind of love that money line play as well. Like I, I really think that there's value. I think the Giants could improve to six and one. Um, I have them winning this game. I have them winning by three points. So I mean, this is this is definitely a game that uh, you know is absolutely winnable for the Giants. To go on the road and beat Jacksonville. Uh, Jacksonville gets gets in its own fucking way a lot. The Giants find ways to win. And and if you got if if you if you're in a situation where uh, you're a team that finds ways to win, like the Giants, and a team that finds ways to lose, that's how they beat the Ravens. Right. right, the, the Ravens finds ways to lose. Jacksonville right. finds ways to lose. Giants find ways to win. I, I like the Giants here for sure. Exactly.
1: Well, historically as well. Now, here's here's my only concern is that Doug Peterson historically has had a lot of time to view Daniel Jones, having been in the same division as him for a while. So that's my only concern is that uh, Peterson may be able to dial up some stuff against Daniel Jones. But you know what? I, I, if we look at you know quarterback play, if we look at where the teams are right now and uh, how they're doing, frankly. I don't see these teams both going in the same direction. I see the Giants moving in an upward kind of direction, which is strange to say. And I see the 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 the, uh, the Jags are kind of back and forth. They're com si, comme saw. they They're winning here. They're losing there. They're, they're clearly the team of London, basically. That's what they, that's what they appear to be. <laughs> so I got one more game for us uh, that I'm going to be betting on today. That is the Chiefs at the 49ers. Uh, that line looked like it was at plus three earlier this week. Should have hopped on it then. Uh, it is moved um to the Niners uh plus one and a half here now the Chiefs to me are the better team and I got cute and quasi money lined the game last week and I, I I just don't think the Chiefs are gonna lose two in a row here so I'm gonna money line uh, the Chiefs this week they should be way too much for the 49ers to handle and even with McCaffrey I don't think that's all the boost that the 49ers need to beat uh one of the top three teams in the NFL so get, give me the Chiefs actually uh Chiefs is it minus one and a half
2: Mhm.
1: Yep. Sorry. Give me the Chiefs minus the one and a half.
2: I honestly think that this is a winnable game for San Francisco at home. Uh-huh. I think. Um. I think that they their defense is going to step up. I think they're going to do things to frustrate Mahomes. Uh. The, you know. They're. They're. Listen. There. There's a documented game plan on how to stop Patrick Mahomes.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And teams choose to ignore it. I I don't think the, the Niners are going to choose to ignore it uh, this week. They've got the personnel, and I think offensively they've got the personnel to do enough to to hang with uh, this Kansas City team. So I have the Niners slightly winning this one. I'm going to lean San Francisco here, and don't hate the money line play, but it's not. I don't think there's enough value on it. Mm. You know, just take the fucking point and a half. Yeah, it's a little bit over even money right now. But yep. yeah, I, I
1: think you take I think you take the point and a half if you're gonna if you're gonna hop on the other side. But I like the Chiefs today. So so give me the Chiefs. <laughs> All right. Let's let's fly through real quick, rapid fire through the rest of the games that we got uh going on this morning and throughout the day. Mad Max. Let's start with the early games. We got uh the Detroit Lions at uh the Dallas Cowboys. Looks like that line is now at six and a half, another one of those many six and a halves.
2: Gonna lean Dallas. I think they win in cover.
1: Uh, yes, I th- okay, so I believe Eggberger was talking about how Dak would be brought in or er- uh too early and wouldn't quell a Cowboys fan's concerns, um, about bringing the guy back. I wonder if that's not how this week is going to end. So I'm gonna lean the Lions plus the six and a half points, but Lions kind of have, haven't really shown us what we thought they were gonna show us earlier no, in season. No, no, so, have not. Just- they Thank really you. have not. They really have not. They really have let us down in many ways. So Dan Campbell, yes. please play play some eighties metal. Get get the folks hyped in that locker room and let's let's try to keep it a little bit close here. Uh, let's see. here. We got the Browns at the Ravens. Divisional games are weird. The Ravens are minus six and a half. Another
2: one. Jesus Christ. Uh, Baltimore wins. Uh, I'll take Cleveland with the points. I'll lean Cleveland with the points there.
1: Yeah, I uh, so I kicked my Ravens drug habit last week, and I'm and I and, I, and I'm almost converting to religion now, Hop, wanting wanting to or liking the Browns plus the points this week. Uh, that's the side I'm gonna lean. I, I I gotta stay away from these Ravens though because I'm clearly blind about them. <laughs> uh, let, let's talk about the Falcons at the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, Bengals are minus six and a half. Jesus, more six and a halves. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: I like Cincinnati to uh, sneak out the win, but I like the Falcons once again to cover with those points. We got
1: we got my spicy Falcons. I just <laughs> I just love them. I, we, uh, <laughs> Panther and I we talked about them on the Tuesday show too. How it, I, I talked about this. If this ticked up to seven or even seven and a half, I thought that we may get there. Then I would uh I would absolutely be hopping on it. Well, it it sat at six and a half for the whole week, and I'm gonna uh use my monkey brain here and just commit to the threshold that I decided on way back then, and I'm leaning the Falcons with the points here. But I really do like them, and wouldn't hate. I I don't hate a money line on this one. I don't hate it. I, the Falcons, they're a strange team this year. They they are they are an anomalous team that is out there. All right. To the afternoon slate of games, the New York Jets are visiting the uh, what is it? Brett Ripien led Denver Broncos today. Uh, this line, as we mentioned before, has crossed the Rubicon. It was originally Jets as a uh, as an underdog uh, plus one and a half, plus two or something like that, and it has since moved. to The Broncos getting the plus one and a half points.
2: Listen, I mean, my, my metrics say Jets win, Jets cover, but I hate this fucking game. Uh, go, Jets <laughs> Jets going out to Denver, uh, backup quarterback situation. Um, uh, I, that Jets defense is for fucking real. Uh, the total on this one is, um, I think, the lowest on the board this week, which makes total sense. Two massive defenses. Mm-hmm. I, I think it goes slightly over. I think the Jets can produce a, a, a little bit, but I mean, Denver shut down every fucking like they shut down the Chargers last week. I mean, they shut down every fucking offense. So I don't, man. I, I yeah, lean the Jets. I think they win in cover. Yeah, I, uh, for me, I, I loved
1: the Jets earlier this week. I should have really hopped on it way back then. You know, Mad Max, you talked about how uh, you like to look at some of these lines earlier in the week. Maybe maybe I should get a little bit smart like you. Hop on some of these lines earlier in the week and stake my claim on some of these lines that I mm-hmm. like uh, mm-hmm. when I see them. Uh, I, I, I'm i in the same boat as you, though. Uh, I, I I lean the Jets. I think they're going to win. I, I like that. Let's move on to the Houston Texans at the Las Vegas Raiders, this line has uh, pretty much sat and remained at seven throughout the entire week. What, what, what do you like here?
2: This was the fourth game uh, I was going to bet, but I, I backed Ooh. off. I like Houston plus the seven. I think Vegas probably wins maybe by like, you know, a point. But I, mm-hmm. I like uh, I like Houston with those uh, points there.
1: Yeah, I, this is this is an, this is like a throw up in my mouth kind of game. Mm-hmm. I, I I just it's one of those games where right now it's it exists and we're like man there's so much other football that we like now come april we're going to wish that we had a Houston Texans Las Vegas Raiders game on a tuesday night or something like that that's what we're going to be hoping for come come april but right now this just does not intrigue me at all i i at the end of the day i think the Houston Texans can keep it close so i'm going to lean them keeping it in uh, in the ballpark but oof the the Texans have been a really brutal team this year and mm-hmm. I, I i wonder i wonder what we're going to see um, coming in the next season because uh, they're probably going to have to move on from their quarterback and they're probably going to have to make some major changes. So it's going to be interesting to see how many years it takes to, uh, to, to raise the Titanic. That is the Texans right now. Uh <laughs> Let's go to the evening game. Mad Max, the last game of the day, the Pittsburgh Steelers are at uh, the Miami dolphins. Uh, the line is dolphins at home minus a touchdown.
2: What do you like? going to say something controversial here. I would not hate a Pittsburgh money line. Here. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, I, I, two, I, two weeks in a row. Yeah, I, I listen. I I think after getting absolutely embarrassed, uh, Mike Tomlin said enough of this fucking bullshit. Play like fucking men, and yeah. and they, and they played like men last week, and they beat Tampa Bay. And if they can beat Tampa Bay, I think they can beat Miami as well. Um, not sold on Tua. Don't know what we're going to see from Tua. Not sold on this Miami team. So you know, uh, I I really think that Pittsburgh can keep this close. I'm going to lean Pittsburgh. Yeah, I, fuck it. I'm going to lean Pittsburgh to win this one straight up. Ooh,
1: man. I here's the thing. I, I can't I, I'm not at the point of trusting Tua. So I, I will trust Tomlin. And in Tomlin I trust. I will lean the Steelers plus the seven. Uh I, I'm not as I'm not as bullish as you on them, but I will lean that way. Mad Max, I am looking at my pot of coffee right now. It is empty and I am about to shit my pants. So that means that we are done with this podcast for the day. Is there anything else you want to talk uh to the B gens about?
2: That is it. Let us know what you think about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks over on Twitter at Betting Absolute. No matter where you list that, please. Highest rating, comment, subscribe, download. Listen to every single episode. Maxi, take us home before you shit those pants.
1: Oh, you know it, DJens. That's all we got for you this morning. I got my depends on. But if you want to, you can head on over to com buy a t shirt. You can follow us on the podcast on Twitter at Betting Absolute. But it's really all about the book club at thedgens.net. Y'all know what to do. When it's all said and done, let's make some money, fools.